Welcome to The Living Room, a cozy place of candid conversation. We're a group of women in various ages and stages of life. Join us for thoughtful discussion with a side of humor. We chat about everything from parenting issues to life balance, what matters most, and how to make it happen in everyday life. Settle in just to listen or feel free to add your comments online at www.fromthelivingroom.com. And now, your hosts for today's show. Hello and welcome to The Living Room. I'm your host, Jody, And joining me today for our Living Room show on Stress Less and Live More are... Kate. Jana. Heather. Christy. Michelle. And like I said, we're talking today about stressing less and living more. And today, the, the theme really becomes how we, how we accomplish this. One of our most important modern-day challenges to staying mentally and physically healthy is learning how to manage stress, that S-word that we just all think yes. is going to go away someday because we, we do things differently. But it's here to stay, and we wish we could all eliminate it, but realistically, it is here to stay. And what we need to do is find reducing techniques, relaxation rituals, and rejuvenation practices that can help us deal healthily and hopefully with our stressful lives. So our living room co-hosts today are going to share with you what they've learned and what works for them. And hopefully it will give you some ideas of, of how to change things or how to implement new stress techniques. And maybe you'll have some suggestions for us as well that you can share with us on our social media pages. So let's start off today's talking and chat um, with a simple question, which is there there's really no simple way to talk about stress, but let's pretend. But let's let's simplify this to what causes stress. Just name some things that cause stress. Time, mm. deadlines, six children, six yeah. children, money, 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 work, work. businesses. My husband last night's like running late. You, you. Mm-hmm. you. I'm like, you. I got it. Thanks so much. You know what else? So, other, we're not careful. I think a lot of our stress is caused by other people's expectations. Yes. Oh my when gosh. When we yield to that, yes. right? When yes. we, when we oh, have this, exactly. you know, this vision in our mind that we have to be a certain way. Not because we feel that, but because the people around us... We think they feel that. They feel that. And I Perception. think that expectation is yeah. huge stress causer, producer. Great. And the other Great half thought. is other people not meeting our expectations. It's exactly, <laughs> it's exactly right. Yeah. So we're doing it. No matter what. Yeah. Themselves, yeah. You know. so I just put that away. I just put that away. In fact, anything can be a stressor anything. and under the wrong circumstances. That's oh, a good point. Good that's point. that's yeah. perfect yes. to start off the show with because it truly, it. truly can be. It's it's how we're perceiving it. And when we look at what our individual situations are, they're all a little different. But I have asked Heather to share with us um, what something she's experiencing new, something she's experiencing right now, because she has just had her sixth baby. And so life at Heather's house is probably a little stressful. It is a little <laughs> stressful. It is. So what does that look like right so now? Well, she is. I just, she's rocking her baby right now. I just fake it. Really. <laughs> No, you know, it is, it is really stressful. I think it's the every day, right? The upkeep right now it's, oh my gosh, everyone needs clean underwear and you all need fed. And there's, that's a lot. There's a lot yeah. to do there. Or the fact that we just need the floor clean so we can actually walk from one room to another. But then again, others' expectations right now play a, a huge role. I mean, I have commitments, I have responsibilities that are my own and our families. meeting up to those things adds stress. It just does. It's making adjustments to life's transitions that can sometimes cause a lot of stress. Now, let's back up and look at some research because you come to our living room group with 
really great background as far as uh, being a professor. And you can share with us some of this research. Help us identify what what we're looking at in terms of what it looks like sure. in stats. Sure. So first of all, stress is known as the silent killer, mm-hmm. which, which is kind of a heavy title. <laughs> I mean, we're not talking about heart disease. We're talking about stress, what we deal with every day. And so first of all, it's known as the silent killer. Now, there's all the things we hear all the time. For example, excess stress causes headaches, depression, insomnia, right? When was the last time you couldn't sleep? We don't yeah. often think, oh, I'm overly stressed. That's why I'm not sleeping. So we don't tie those things back. And in fact, I just read something that said, I believe it was 60% of all people who visit the emergency room are there because of a stress-related issue. Mm-hmm. So the headache, I feel like I'm having you know, a heart attack. All those things are actually coming from stress when we think mm-hmm. we're, we're having something else going on. But other things, for example... 70% or 77% of people regularly regularly experience physical symptoms because of stress, right? So even pain, like oftentimes someone will have an old injury and it's constantly hurting and they'll finally go to a doctor and it's not that anything's wrong with it. It's that the stress is causing those things to hurt again. The same with physiological and psycho- psychological symptoms. 73% of people experience psychological symptoms as a result of stress. Those are really... Those are big, big, big numbers, right? When we look at them, um, almost 50% of people lay awake at night in bed because they can't sleep purely because of stress. And like we mentioned before, um, money and work leading causes of why we get stressed. And one that I really find interesting that I work with my students on is that over 50% of people who deal with a lot of stress fight with family members. Mm -hmm. And so if you think about it, we've now covered major... Right. We've, we've, co- we've covered major areas of our life. We've looked at work. We've looked at our family relationships. You know, we've looked at finances. These are things that then as a result of our stress, we, we have negative responses to. I mean, we've covered our whole day, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. We've just done it. And because we're stressed, it affects it. So, so that pain paints us a good picture. And now we get to talk about the healthy and hopeful ways that we can do something about it. And we need to be honest, I think, as women, that prolonged stress can negatively affect our physical and our emotional health. And what does that look like, ladies? That means we're not able to do as well in our families or on our jobs. And then that adds the expectation that, oh, I'm not doing as well as I should have. So getting a handle on it, or at least getting an honest handle on it, is so important. And so there's some practicing techniques that obviously can help us. But let's open up this discussion and talk about what are some of these ways that you have found healthfully to help you cope in daily life with stress? Well, and as we jump in there, Kate, I'll have you go ahead with that question. I'm going to divert a little bit. But isn't it really interesting that in trying to do all these things or to become this person, we actually keep ourselves from becoming who we want, right? Mm-hmm. Like, for example, I take a lot of things on or, or want to do a lot of things, and so I don't get a lot of sleep at night. Well, in not getting a lot of sleep, now I'm a lousy mom because I'm impatient and I'm exhausted and I'm not as good in a classroom and I'm not as good with my husband because I've, I feel like if I do more, I'm going to be cooler and better and, but really it just makes me worse. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we add the stress and it just ruins us. It doesn't make us any stronger. 
I love that there's a little quote going around from Brene Brown that I'll add to the show notes about the fear of missing out. And right. the fear of missing out really yeah, drives us so to good. say yes so much more than we oh. would if even even just friends. And, you know, she talks about commitments we make with our kids with school or friends or going to do things or even taking on things with our kids. We have this fear of missing out. And so we take on more. And so, but we're But in that fear, we're also adding the stress, which makes us feel less inclined to do the things we really love. And so, of course, at the end of the day, the answer is say no more right. and be okay okay with it. Right. And so I think for me, that's one of the biggest ways I lose. I, I can decrease my stress is to say, okay, I, I love you and I want to do this for you, but I know that that's not going to be great for me right now. Um, may I lovingly say no and help you again another time or something else. And so it's just noticing that sometimes we really do just need to say no or say, and that's like the expectations you were talking about. We've just got to be able to say, okay, listen, though someone else may have this expectation of me, I need to have expectations of myself and know my limits to say, okay, I, that's going to bring me too much stress. And I think Mm -hmm. that's a huge one. That's saying no, right? I know a couple of years ago, I had way too much on my plate and I knew it, but I couldn't say no anywhere. I felt bad mm-hmm. and I felt like I'd offend and I'd taken on. And I remember one night I sent two emails that said no, that got rid of things on my plate. I have Sound never liberating. slept so well. <laughs> yes. It I'm was sure. even to this day. I just, and it's been a couple of years. That night was life changing mm-hmm. to actually put out a no. I love you, but no, I wish I could, but I can't. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Yeah. Brene Brown has said that a moment of discomfort is worth six months of resentment. Oh, it is gosh, uncomfortable yes. to say no, yes. but you're, you're not resenting people. What good does it do someone when you say yes and then spend six months resenting well, them? Well, and isn't that funny? Because when you say it that way, like she said it, that's exactly what I then do, right? Yeah. Right. Because I say them. yes. And then every time I do what I said I'd do, I'm irritated. Right. And is that fair for the person that asked you? It really isn't fair for either person. This is miserable. That was me with the PTA. (laughs) (laughs) Which I have now said no to. You know what? You're good to say yes because I don't say yes yet. No, I don't say yes anymore. No. Mm-mm. Well, and there's times no and PTA. seasons for that yes. because there, I just yeah, closed true. the door yeah. on a PTA responsibility that I've done for four years. And I it was so interesting because I knew we were doing the show and I was going through all the reasons why mm-hmm. it was okay for me to now back out and say, I can't yeah. do that anymore. It's sure. not fitting in. Not and you mentioned fear and I had to be honest with myself and let's be honest. Sometimes we're not as honest and raw with ourselves about mm-hmm. why we're saying yes um, because there are some really good reasons we say yes, but then there are some reasons that tie back into fear or what, or, or maybe guilt or oh, guilt. I, guilt I'm governed by oh, guilt. Yeah. And, you know, and that, that really, I found out for myself adds to my stress. Level. So I got to learn to be a little bit more honest with myself, Jana. You know, my favorite antidote for stress, and I'm sure it will surprise none of you. It, it comes from Anne Lamott. She says, um, spend 30 minutes a day time spent in quiet beauty and it can be you know walking through a bird refuge or just anything that kind of fills your soul and then this is the best part though she says 30 minutes a day unless you're really stressed and then take an hour <laughs> oh, I love the best that. advice yes. yeah you're the That's epitome awesome. of that, Jenna. Like you live <laughs> yeah, I wish she lives in you nature. practice awesome. well no just in general you practice what that preaches you I try to awesome. you're just very yeah, so and good. it shows in your countenance and in in your ability oh, to so accomplish sweet. and do Thank things you. It, it does and I love the thought about quiet beauty because sometimes 
we put a limit on ourselves and say, okay, I've only got 10 minutes to de-stress yeah. when you really do need the 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. I don't have time and, for 30 minutes. You know, right. but you are right. missing out on quiet beauty. And I just was thinking, what have I missed out on because I've been stressing? Kate, yeah. you've got something to add. No, I was just, I love what Janice said. I think this is quiet beauty. But for me, music is such a powerful stress reducer mm-hmm. for me. Classical music and mm-hmm. piano music. Mm-hmm. And when I'm making dinner, a lot of times I'll turn on Pandora and just listen to classical music. Or if my kids get home from school, I'll have it on because I feel like maybe they won't fight if they walk in and there's classical music and something, but it's just calming or they do their homework. But literally I feel like I can feel my shoulders start to just get less heavy and release. And I also think sometimes I'll listen to motivational talks or uplifting talks or things. And, and I think it really adds um, some clarity to my stress and my situations. And all of a sudden I'm like, okay, I can breathe again. I can make it another, another two hours until I need to turn on my classical music again and hide in the bathroom. <laughs> you don't hide in the bathroom. In the downward dog position. We all have me parties in the bathroom. Some there's some are short, some are long. You know what? I have to say for me, one of the, the biggest ways I overcome stress is through exercise. Yes. I, I cannot, and it looks different for everyone and what exercise looks different is different for everyone. But I know the last couple of years, my husband has dealt with a back injury. And so there was a great deal of that time when he was literally flat in bed and we had a fifth child during that. I mean, where I've just been by myself handling all of it. Mm-hmm. And every morning I get up and have to go do something physical and I have to go early. So I leave the house, you know, before six, I'm gone so that I can be back before anyone wakes up. And by noon, my husband every day says, you know, you're tired. You're this. Why stop going? Why do you keep going? Do you keep going? And finally, one day I looked at him and said, I would be dead if I, this is the only way I'm surviving this stress is that every morning. So it's worth the sacrifice of the sleeper. It's worth the sacrifice of everything else because this is the only thing saving me. And so for me, that saves me when I'm stressed is, is being physical. I have to do something physical. I I think that's something I've learned recently too. I didn't exercise for a period of time because I was thinking I was too stressed and I didn't have it in me. And when I restarted that, oh my goodness, my walks, I I have this 85 pound Malamute that I walk. And so I really (laughs) water ski down the parkway with him. But a friend of a friend called me up one day and said, Hey, let's start walking. Well, it's turned into running. It's turned into, you know, getting out there and saying, Hey, let's go on a hike today. And so Oh, I just, it felt so elevated and it has lessened the stress hormones. Definitely. All right. Let me go to Christy real quick. And then we're going to grab Connie who is calling in for our show with Christy. Yes. I have recently found that mindfulness practice Mm -hmm. has really helped me. My brain goes a million miles a minute and I, every moment of my day is jam packed, but I was crumbling under the stress. And so I learned to breathe and be with myself. Mm -hmm. And, um, I've done this through yoga, through affirmation practice and, I have finally been able to find a place where I can reach silence within my own mind and I can calm everything down. And that stress reliever is, is, yes, there's a, a type of yoga called yoga nidra. And when practiced, one hour of yoga nidra is as restful as eight hours of sleep. Oh, but, it's a yes. <laughs> but it's a complete <laughs> surrender and focus to it. It's, sure. But it's, it's been wonderful for me. I've done a little reading on yoga lately because I've been investigating and so forth. But it is a practice. And I think that was something that I didn't understand. That, mm-hmm. wait a minute, I'm going to have to learn these techniques and actually practice um going to maybe step aerobics for me is just was kind of mindless in the sense i just would follow along and 
I, my brain wasn't connected, but yoga, the little bit that I've done has brought in the mindfulness to that connection. Right. It's a mind, body, heart, breath connection. Yes. And I have mm-hmm. been learning that it is practicing it that is making me more focused. So I'm going to have to get together with you, like we say, and learn yes. a little more. But okay, Connie, Miss Mother of Seven, tell us how we should have less stress from your end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not at all right there. Yeah. You know what? Two things that I've found over the years, and I think it's old age, to be honest. I just, I used to be super, super productive and efficient. And if, you know, I would take three hours worth of things to do and I could do them in 45 minutes or, you know, an hour. And I would just be super efficient. And as I've gotten older, I've just found the joy and the power of slowing down. And it doesn't mean that I'm necessarily doing less, but I'm not doing it as quickly or as productively. Does that make sense? So like if I'm going and I'm talking, I'm going to the the mailbox or I'm at the grocery store and I see someone on aisle five, you know, usually I'll be like, hey, how you doing? Good to see you. And then I'm boom, I'm off. And now I'm stopping and I'm talking and maybe it's for three minutes or five minutes, but I'm learning the value, sad to say at almost 50, of of not just being productive every day, but really being. I've had this thing lately of create my day. I've been thinking about creation a lot. And just that in the morning or the night before, just thinking in my mind, what kind of day do I want to create? What kind of feeling? What kind of purpose or pursuit? And even though I'm doing carpool or doing homework and it's the same old stuff, there's been a different feeling that's attended it. And it's not been so task oriented and, and cross it off. It's been more of I just feel like I'm, I'm more I'm being, I'm more present. And that's been huge to kind of down the stress and down the go, go, go feeling, which I've loved. And the other thing that I've found is not to be cheesy, but it's just really partnering more with God. I just, I think I end up getting in this thing of I've got to do it myself or look at all my list to do. And, and I kind of go into my own world instead of, kind of having a dialogue with him all day long. And I, I forget to do that at times. And I, I have just so enjoyed trying to be more mindful, like you were saying, Christy, just more mindful of involving him in my life, of just saying, well, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. Any suggestions, anything that, that I can, can get here that I'm not seeing? And it's it's lessened my stress. I, I've realized that sometimes I make it that it's me facing my day and my world and, and what's coming rather than I've got, I've got a partner. I've got, I've got help. And that divine help really does lessen that stress where I go, okay, I, I can do this. What I'm hearing from all of you is that this is a continual process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That this is not a, a pill that you take that says, hey, take this and it's going to all be gone. It's going to be back on your doorstep the next morning. Yeah. Um, and so it is, it's a process, but isn't that the beauty of what life is, is that it is, is that Christy said, sit with it, mm-hmm. um, sit with it and be okay. That stress will be here tomorrow. It's not, we'll get through anywhere. it. You know, <laughs> we'll get through it. I like hearing that message because I need that more than, you know, <laughs> well, I, I think it's a choice, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that Connie said, I was just going to say that same thing that Connie said, you get to choose. We forget that. Do we yeah. get to choose or wait? What? Yeah. You know, I love it. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no finish. Cause we're on the I same just, page. I just love that. She said, it. I'm like, gosh, isn't that profound? Do we choose? Cause I feel like my neighbors, my friends, my kids, mm-hmm. everybody, but I allow them to to choose my day for me sometimes and they're not trying to do that but I love her just realize I get to slow down if I want so that's on me right it it makes me think when I'd come home in high school and you know tell my mom what happened that day and I'd say something like oh she made me so mad and my mom always would look at me and say no one makes you mad 
And the interesting thing is no one makes us feel this stress. Mm -hmm. And that's really sad to think Mm -hmm. that when I'm stressed out, I did it to myself. Yet I'm blaming all these other Mm -hmm. things around me and all the school stuff and the family stuff. And, but really I'm the one who let it all in. And so I, I think that's a good place where we start, right? We kind of just can decide, like Connie said, what do we want our day to look like? What kind of mom do I want to be? What kind of wife? What kind of teacher? Who do I want to be? And if all the things around me don't fit into who I've decided I want to be, that's where I know learn to say no or learn to block them out. Because if they fit, then they're not going to be stressful. Well, and something I've learned recently, just because of a, of a, we'll just be honest. Okay. It was an extreme hormonal imbalance. (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) And now that I've got uh, progesterone back in my body, I'm a different person, but I disconnected. My (laughs) brain was not functioning. And so all this stress was exacerbated to a point where my brain, as the doctor explained to me, was just ruminating over everything. And so it wasn't letting go of anything and the worry and the anxiety just kept building and building. So I have been on this journey to just rebuild a practice of how does Jody do life? How do I live a little more stress-free and also be with the thought that it's okay to feel stressed because I was so afraid of being stressed because of what it was doing to my physical body. So it's interesting how life um, transition transitions, experiences, they change you. They make you relook at stress. Um, but let's turn for the moment. Well, not for just for the moment for this, the next part of our show into those times when you have to dig a little deeper to get to those places to release and to feel stress free so that we can live more what are some of your experiences? How have you worked through that? What have you, what have you done? Not just listening to music, and although these things are so important, and connecting and walking the dog, but those deeper places you've had to go. Um, I think I'll say, and you guys kind of touched on it just a few minutes ago. Um, I think there's a misconception that if you're stressed, that there's something wrong with you, mm, um, or point. that if you yeah. have a lot of things going on in your life, that something's wrong. And I, I just think that that's. A, part of being a woman in the 21st century that we have a lot going on in our lives. And, and again, part of that is are things that we have brought onto ourselves. And part of that is the lifestyle. You know, we have cars that drive everywhere and that's stressful. And we have phones that ring all the time and that's stressful. And we have all these social media things that keep us updated. And not to mention the fact that, that in the moment that you're stressed, you open Facebook to try to just cool down as a, like a stress reliever. I'm just going to do this for a few minutes. You've got friends that are sitting on a beach in Hawaii and another friend who just got this great award. And so you're starting thinking, what's wrong with my life? But I think that one of the things that I have had to realize on a deeper level is that yes, I can choose whether or not the circumstances in my life stress me out, but that there's nothing wrong with me and that that's okay. And that if I'm feeling stressed and overwhelmed, that's okay. I can have a hard day. I can have a bad day, but I don't need to add more guilt. I don't need to add more guilt to the guilt of feeling stressed. Oh, good point. Mm-hmm. You know, I was going to say something right along those lines. I think it's super important in those moments. And this is something that really helps me when I'm stressed is not to complain about it. Yes. Yeah. Because if you think about it, the things that are stressing you, your family, your job, these are blessings. Almost all stress is good. The only bad stress is like loss, right? Mm-hmm. But almost every stress, oh, I have, you know, these responsibilities. Those are blessings. They're usually really good things in your life and they just kind of all fell at the same time and you can sort them out. But not complaining is huge. And then also if you if you list them with the focus of, of kind of just problem solving and not, I find that once they're on paper, they mm. look a lot smaller than when yeah. they're 
out there. And mm-hmm. I'm going to go with your word problem solving and shoot it over to Christy because yeah. I think what you have to share is really part of the problem solving stress relieving answer. Yeah. I think that the perfectionism that we as women feel um, doesn't allow us to admit that sometimes things are very wrong. Things that we can't fix on our own and stresses that have been imposed upon us by uh, the experiences we've had in life. And at that point, it's been really helpful in my own life to seek help from a professional counselor and to realize that that doesn't make me broken or that doesn't mean that there's something wrong with me, but it just means that I need help above that which I am able and that God and and my family and everyone around me expect that I will use the resources available to me to help relieve this stress. When we are in such extreme and dire stressful situations, our body starts living in the fight, flight, or freeze all of the time. And the adrenaline and the cortisol that's released into our body prohibits us from living the life that we deserve to live and that we have created for ourselves. Um, So I just wanted to encourage everybody to get professional help if you need it. And guess what? You need it. Everyone needs it. (laughs) Everyone needs a therapist every day. Well, I know. We've heard it said a million times, and so it's old news, but I mean, when we have something wrong with our physical body, we go see a doctor. Right. And so it's so sad to think that society has created this feeling that by going to get help, you know, that it's wrong. Well, and I I use the word support instead of help. All of a sudden, help and to help, there's nothing wrong with help. Or wisdom. But if you're going to go get <laughs> support, wisdom. Oh let's do wisdom. Yeah. Connect you know, wisdom. You know, and third why party. do we do that? Because Absolutely. your friends are going to coddle yes. you. And you're, yes. and, and other, or they're going to be too hard on you. And you really yes. need somebody with a level head who's not emotionally a connected to you to say, clear. okay, you are wrong about this. I'm so sorry that, that they, but you are right about this. And to give you both yeah. of those perspectives is so great. Well, I think spirit, spiritually, sometimes we need, we're stressed spiritually. I know for me, when I'm stressed out a lot of times if I turn to something spiritual go for a walk listen to a talk or something I I think it's so rare that our spirits are in control instead of our bodies Mm -hmm. and when my spirit for once gets to be in control I think that spirit enters my body and too it ends up calming me so sometimes I think we got to stop and put things in perspective and go okay this is life for this little bit but there's a huge grand plan and calm yourself and I think there's times when I'm stressed that my spirit is not in in its right place and sometimes a walk will solve that and sometimes Sometimes it's medication and sometimes it's a therapist and sometimes there are so many methods but the end result is the same right yes Yes. it's how it it changes and you change it regardless of how you get there which is why don't do nothing do something and i know too for me if i don't procrastinate yeah. That's another one, yeah, that, which goes along, Jana, like you were saying with writing things down. But yeah. when I get stressed, I it's so much. It's like, I don't know where to start. Instead, yeah. we just have to start. Jana, what start somewhere. Say? You know, I was going to talk about therapy again, like Christy said. And, um, you know, Dar Williams has this awesome song about her therapist that she wrote. It's called, What Do You Hear in These Sounds? And in the chorus, she says, And oh, how I loved everybody else when I finally got a chance to talk about myself. Aww. I I think it's really true. That's, that's what happens is, you know, you get a little balance there. I sat across from a doctor just recently and when she was just able to validate me and say, and, and it's okay. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh my goodness, 
Wow, it's okay. I needed somebody else to tell me that, even though my husband may have said it, my my friends and connection is so important. But when you fill it in your soul (laughs) to go, oh my goodness, and, and it's all okay. So I love the fact that we've shared all these great ideas. We've we've talked about. Uh, seeking that higher power, listening to that beautiful music, um, doing something physical, getting out and exercising, connecting with others, take your dog for a walk, no matter how big or small the dog may be, (laughs) mindfulness, meditation, creating your day and allowing yourself to slow down and important as or or as insignificant as it may sound, go talk to somebody. Um, Mm -hmm. I love the walks I have with a good friend of mine on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And I'm thinking of the Tuesdays with Maury book. It's my Tuesdays with my friend Patty. And we've just started walking, but it helps. The three things we want to leave you with are three words. What can you do to reduce, relax, and rejuvenate? And again, reduce, relax, rejuvenate. There's always going to be another day slow down, make some time to have a little living room. Find us on social media, connect with with us there, give us your feedback, listen to some other free downloads on our www.fromthelivingroom.com. We're glad you joined us and we sure hope you have a wonderful, beautiful, stress-free day. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for coming to The Living Room. We hope you've enjoyed listening, laughing, and learning something new. Join us for our next show. And in the meantime, give yourself and those you love some living room.